0: Voices from the Field brings you the stories of a diverse group of workers in older adult services. Listen as they explain how and why they have chosen rewarding careers in our field. Our guest is Josh Bagley, who is Administrator for Goodwin House in Alexandria, Virginia. Hello, Josh. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Gene. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Can you start by giving us a quick profile of Goodwin House?
1: Of course. Goodwin House uh, is headquartered in Northern Virginia. We have two life plan communities and we also have a group of home and community based services. And Goodwin House has been around for 52 years now. So how did you first hear about
0: working in older adult services and why did you decide to work in this field?
1: So it backs way up to when I was in high school. I was about 16 years old, and a group of my friends, we were all in choir together, and we, every Sunday, went to a local senior living community, and we sang hymns with a group of about 15 to 20 residents of that community. And I fell in love with a woman named Dorothy. She was... In her late 80s uh, she didn't have many family members in, around in her area she only had one sister really that uh, and interacted with her and I started to go and pick her up and walk with her to seeing every Sunday and then after about a year it turned into me coming to visit her in after school and one day I showed up and she wasn't there and the staff members told me the different community that she moved to which was a memory care community and I went there and found her and and then one time around Christmas I showed up and she was no longer uh, with us and you know my my heart hurt but I also felt such an outpouring of love uh, and a special opportunity to be able to informally adopt a grandma I didn't even think of it as a career field at that time. It was just a really good experience that I had in high school. And then if you fast forward seven years later, I was studying at George Washington University in their Master's of Health Administration program and learned that they had a track. uh, My first semester in that program, they had a track for long-term care. And uh, I decided that's what I wanted to do. After I got into the program for long-term care at George Washington University, the majority of my cohort wanted to work in hospital systems, academic hospitals, pediatric hospitals, and there were only two of us that were interested in working with older adults. And as I thought about it and as I studied more, I realized it was very important for my personal goals, not just to go into healthcare to care for people's bodies and to have transactional relationships. Hospitals are wonderful places. My grandmother, three weeks ago, had a terrific experience uh, at an end of life at a hospital. But I wanted to work with people, both their body, their mind, and their soul. And I believe all of those are interconnected and you just don't quite Get those deep relationships to be able to influence the whole person uh, in the hospital system that you have. There's more of an opportunity to do that when you work in aging services with long-term relationships.
0: So, what future do you see for yourself in this field?
1: So, I'm a millennial. I'm proud of it. <laughs> I I'm hungry to to learn and to be engaged. In an organization that uh, wants to grow and and serve older adults in new ways. So, uh, in my current organization, I've been here at Good House for five years, and I've had four different roles in the last five years. So, they, they see as a millennial uh, and as somebody that's interested in learning and growing. They see my potential and give me lots of opportunities to grow. So when I when I look at the career field of uh, aging services, I see a lot of opportunities with the changing demographics for the aging society. Uh, most of all, I think one of the biggest trends is how much older adults want to stay in their homes. And a lot of people, when they think of you know working with older adults, they think of communities. But the opportunities to be innovative and to find ways to bring Services into people's homes is opening up lots and lots of of new positions that nobody's thought of yet. So when I think of some of the buzzwords that are that are out there right now, uh, I I have uh, a few that I wanted to mention: smart homes, telehealth, predictive analytics, artificial intelligence, precision medicine, hospital at home, and all of, encompassing in all of this is you know the government is working on payment reform and really, you know, how do we get into preventative medicine and how do we pay for preventative medicine? And all of these concepts over the next five to 10 years need some really smart brains to come into the field from not just other millennials, but we need, we need people from outside of, of the field um, and other areas of healthcare to, to come together to help us figure out how to continue caring for the greatest generation and the baby boomers as, as, as they age. And, and most importantly, how, how to meet people where they're at with their life goals so we can help people that want to move into communities, but also help people who are in their homes. So what are
0: the best parts of your job?
1: I love watching the staff members that I work with on my team constantly learning and growing and adapting. Uh, The healthcare field over the last five years has been changing so rapidly. Uh, Even though I'm new to the field, I've only been in the field for five years, I feel like people that have been in the field for 10 years don't have a huge leg up on me because of how much everything has changed. Regulations are new, payment methods are new, you um, know, there's there's constantly a whirlwind of change happening throughout uh, our field. And it's incredible to me to watch how the staff members are willing to learn and grow and adapt as this is coming upon them um, in order to, to bring better uh, services to those that we serve. And I also love... About aging services, I, I'm a jack of all trades, uh, master of none, and and I think uh, that describes aging services management. And aging services, well, uh, we have to be very creative with our resources. We have to be willing to get our hands dirty as leaders, to you know, to clean a room when it's needed, to do the dishes when it's needed, to stay after to stay the night when there's a, a hurricane warning. Um, to come in early when there's a call-out, but also, you know, to manage the finances, uh, to build relationships with hospitals. It's just a wide variety. Every day is completely different. And um, probably most importantly, I get to work with really passionate people who are really in this to work with older adults, um, not just, helping their physical health but their their body body mind and spirit you know all of those are connected and being able to work uh, with helping residents achieve their goals both their spiritual goals their social goals their physical goals is, is an honor Josh thanks for speaking with leading age my pleasure thank you for having me
0: Voices from the Field is ultimately about the jobs of the future. More than two million new people will be needed by 2030 just to keep up with the growth of America's aging population. This series is brought to you by the Leading Age Center for Workforce Solutions. I'm Gene Mitchell, and the center is led by Susan Hildebrandt. Learn more at leadingage.org forward slash workforce.